The Guardian. We can be. We must be. The first generation to end extreme poverty. The generation most determined to fight injustice and inequalities. The generation that saves the planet from climate change. On September the 25th, 2015, 193 world leaders formally adopted the Sustainable Development Goals, 17 global goals that affect every citizen in the world. The global goals, as they have become known, will take effect in January 2016. They will replace the Millennium Development Goals, which were launched in 2000 to almost no fanfare. This time around, though, things are a little different. Welcome! Welcome, citizens of the globe! Global Citizen Festival featuring Pearl Jam, Ed Sheeran, Beyonce and Coldplay was to be just one of the events to mark the occasion. I'm Carrie Stewart and I'm here in New York. It's the day before the formal adoption of the goals and there are hundreds of representatives from the world press outside the UN's headquarters. Inside the UN there are film directors, singers and even a very well-known football player, all here with one intention in mind, to make the global goals famous. We couldn't be happier that you're with us today. Thank you, David. At this crucial time, as world leaders are gathering here in New York, with the world focused on the new global goals, there is a real opportunity to make that hope a reality. Hi, I'm Noor Sami. I just gave a speech. Hi, my name is Rodrigo Bustamante and I am a youth ambassador here at the UN and I also just finished giving a speech with David Beckham, Leek and the Secretary General and honestly it's a surreal experience. Still can't believe that it happened. But why would we need to make the global goals famous at all? My name is Christina Gallag. I am the Under Secretary General for Communication and Public Information of the United Nations. Governments, international organizations will have to feel the pressure from all over corners and citizens that the agenda that we have agreed has to be implemented. It is not just for the sake of making the goals famous. It's because the objective, the ultimate objective, is that the goals are implemented and in 2030 we have a different world. The global citizen wants to make sure that the world leaders hear your voices here today. Please, please. I am Jamie Drummond, co-founder, executive director of ONE. The initial hype is not just necessary, it is, it, is, it, is, it is unbelievably necessary, it is needed. Look, for these goals to be scorecards in the hands of citizens, they have to be famous. If you believe that everyone on earth deserves access to clean drinking water, make some noise! Exactly. Yeah, hi, I'm Jimmy Wales, founder of Wikipedia. One of the things that we know in retrospect is that the Millennium Development Goals were not that influential or powerful in their early years. It took a while for them to be known and understood. And once they were known and understood, they began to have more and more uh, focus, more attention. Uh, people began to hold their leaders to account about them. So we want to do that now, like day one. And there were plenty of campaigns designed to generate attention. Back inside the United Nations, representatives from the world of media, commerce, civil society and entertainment were about to hold a press conference. 
The conference was led by film director Richard Curtis, the man behind such blockbusters as Four Weddings and a Funeral, and also one of the instigators of comic relief. Today he was representing Project Everyone, a campaign he founded with one simple but mighty ambition, to share the global goals with seven billion people in seven days. I used to work on a sketch show called Not the Nine O'Clock News and you know some of the things you did worked very well and some things didn't work as well so not only do you go for all the different ways to try and get your numbers up but also so that you don't commit yourself entirely to one thing that doesn't work as well as another. Have you felt the pressure a little bit, 7 billion people target? Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't think we're going to make 7 billion. There's a lot of celebrities here, etc., and they have their part to play. What part do you think that is? Well, the thing is that, that particularly in, in actually communicating the existence of the goals, that first touch, just so that the second time people hear about it more seriously, it's something they remember. Celebrities like Nicole Scherzinger. Well, I'm really honored to be here today to support. It's such a pivotal moment. 193 leaders getting together to, um, you know, launch these promises of these 17 goals. And um, I'm just really honored and happy to support. I think we look up to celebrities and when we see them talking about, you know, UN issues, that makes us interested in it. Like David Beckham, Beyonce, um, Shakira was here yesterday. Many different people from around the globe that are creating huge change. And it's not just celebrities working to raise the profile of the global goals. Civil society and citizens also have their part to play. Justin Forsyth is the CEO of Save the Children. Well, we're part of this huge Action 2015 coalition and it's been mobilising around the world for months and the millions of people that have engaged with this campaign have one simple message to the leaders who are going to agree these goals is that we've got to deliver on them. Well, my name is Rocky Dauni. I'm a musician and I'm also an activist and pretty much you know, a concerned citizen of the world who feels that you know, we all need to play our role and find our responsibility right now in terms of global affairs. Amina Mohammed, the Special Advisor to the Secretary General on the Post-2015. In their day-to-day -day jobs, how, does this, how, do, how can they make this impact? So if you're working in the health sector, how can you do better with looking at mental health, with seeing how well-being fits into it? Question the way we do things and the policies that we have, and do they really serve everyone? And ask that question, who am I leaving behind today? And take them with you. And in 2015, one of the tools most available for people to get their voices heard by their peers and their leaders is, of course, the internet. Nenna Wakama. I normally introduce myself as Nenna from the internet. Mm -hmm. I work with the World Wide Web Foundation as its Africa Regional Coordinator. Did you remember what, how you were communicating in 2000? You see, if we're talking about something going viral on Twitter in 2015, it means we've come a long way, baby, because we can now make things go viral. Internet access multiplies your, your capacity to participate by 10 times because it is immediate, because you are networked, because it is global. I'm hoping that by 2030, we will have all of the people having access to all of the internet all of the time. In wars and conflicts, there are individual persons, our brothers and sisters. It's the day of the formal ratification of the goals, 
and here in the press area above and to the side of the General Assembly Hall. I can see down into the massive semicircle of seats around the stage where the President of the General Assembly sits. Pope Francis has just finished his speech and he's getting a long-standing ovation from the entire assembly. We're now waiting for a performance from Goodwill Ambassador, singer and superstar Shakira. My name's Phil Reed, and I am currently a youth ambassador with the Wine Campaign. What's a youth ambassador? We are uh, a group of, of young people that campaign on behalf of the wine organisation. Uh, we meet MPs, we lobby, we write letters, we campaign to try and end extreme poverty by 2030. I was on stage with Malala and it was very powerful, uh, especially when she was telling all the world leaders to turn around and take notice of her. Here in New York, the involvement of young people is definitely in trend. The hashtag is a heavily used technique to get young people to engage in the various promotional campaigns around the goals, and there are hundreds of youth ambassadors in town. There does seem to be a question mark, however, on how and if young people will be consulted on monitoring the global goals in the post-2015 agenda. Our this environment to be a bit quiet and that people pay full attention to what the youth is asking here. Young people, we will sell the balcony. Yes, and you, we, this, the balcony is at the back of the president. My name is Wilbaka Kaidi from Uganda. I work for Restless Development. If I'm going to be at the UN in 15 years to come, I would want young people to go and present from where the presidents are presenting from. Hi, I'm 25. My name is Peter, coming from Bulgaria. I can call myself that I'm youth adv advocate and activist. Unfortunately, I have witnessed at times that there were no really meaningful youth participation. I'm really highlighting the, the word meaningful because for me, uh, traveling around and having pictures with decision makers is not the meaningful participation that we are looking for. Hi, I'm Rocio Gonzalez. I'm from Mexico City. And that's the, that's the danger, you know, because young people are often used just to do this uh, media revolves and also to, to do all the logistical and all the efforts, you know, and I've heard it all the week, you know, like, this is your responsibility, this is your moment. Of course, we are willing to take that, but you have to give us also the decision, making us part of the decision process. I'm Nick Hartley, I'm the Chief Exec of Restless Development. I think there is nothing intrinsically wrong with giving presence and visual presence to young people in events such as this but it mustn't become the greatest um, moment of tokenism that the world has ever seen. Honorable Alimami E. Kamara, the Minister of Youth Affairs in the Republic of Sierra Leone, West Africa. We have a long history of the young people participating for community education, community development. At national level, we have councils, which are, we have the National Youth Council, we have the District Youth Councils, we have Chiefdom Youth Council, and it goes up to the Zonal Youth Councils. May I take it? that the Assembly wishes to adopt draft resolution A-70-L1. It is so decided. We are sending a powerful message to people in every village, every city, every nation worldwide, 
that we are committed to taking bold steps to change their lives for the better. So yesterday was a big day. Hashtag United Nations was trending on Twitter. And today it's Saturday and I'm making my way to the Global Citizen Festival. I want to see if the message has reached the music lovers of New York. It's a good opportunity to make an effort to help someone and also enjoy you know, concert and life. Do you know what it's about? The Global Citizen, um, not really, to be honest. No. Do you know what it's about? No. Have you heard of the Global Goals? No. The Global Citizen Festival is run by the Global Poverty Project. 2015 is its fourth year, and it boasts partnerships with an impressive collection of high-profile organizations and artists. One of their catchphrases is, we're not a generation of bystanders. Kira. How old are you? Ten. I'm like, 11. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm Lucy and I'm 11. And why are you here today? We are here to see the concert. Oh, and, and every And Ed Sheeran and Coldplay and Beyonce. And Everyone. Do you, and do you know why this concert's being put on? Um, yeah, for the, fest, the um, global poverty. festival. Yeah. Uh, to what, stop poverty. Ten poverty. That's right. Have you heard of the global goals? Um, I don't think so. In between acts, there were numerous speakers, including Jim Yong King, the president of the World Bank, joined on stage by a big bird from Sesame Street. The message was clear and constant, and according to the organisers, there were a total of over 91 million actions online during the event. Also showing up was the United Nations Secretary-General himself, Ban Ki-moon. In your faces, I see a world of possibility. You'll be the first generation that can end global poverty. Share what you learned today. The United Nations needs you. Don't stand by. Stand up for a better world. Let's make more noise for the one and only Beyonce! Two, three, four! awesome that they're using like such powerful people and such a good message to, it's such a good message to get across and such a good way to do it it seems like so many people want to get involved not just celebrities but like the fact that there are 60,000 people here and thousands of more people that wish they were here and millions of people that are probably live streaming is just like when you think about it in that way it's absolutely incredible and the message is amazing and that's really one of the reasons why I'm here tonight because as I said, I love you guys too. Love you. 
But as I said in the video that you saw earlier, and this is important, right now, 62 million girls are not in school. The music is what brought me to find out about it, and then when I did, I found it like everything very empowering, especially like Michelle Obama even talking about it, like it's great. Yeah. Do you feel inspired to do something? Definitely, yeah. yeah. What do you think you'll do? Um, I'm definitely gonna reach out and do the tweets and stuff because I know that brings awareness to it, and I'm thinking of maybe like joining an eco-friendly club at my school or something. That's where we're living A distant time A distant place So what you give At the People's General Assembly, the tone is a little different. The talk is about the work of helping and activating people at a grassroots level. Marisa Viana, I am with the, I'm from Brazil and I work with the, uh, an alliance of young feminists working for sexual reproductive health and rights. Yeah, I think what is important not, is not to make the goals important or famous, is to make them a reality. I feel that uh, we, uh, we keep saying that we want them, we want people to know them. But in reality, the 17 goals, they are well known to all of us who are coming from communities in grassroots level because they are about uh, real people's lives, they are about uh, getting access to decent work, they are about accessing health, quality health care and education and so on and ending inequality. So I don't think uh, we are here, the goal should be to make them famous but make them a reality and I think that's what we're missing uh, here in, at the UN and in these spaces that we are in right now. At the Generation 2030 conference on youth involvement, the discussion is around implementation and monitoring. New and innovative dynamic, dynamics and paradigms of young people getting involved and leading change. Thank you very much. Um, Wilba, um, 27, from Uganda. Um, what is important to me is not about the one-off events or activities. What's important to me and every young person is sustainability of every action that we take beyond beyond today. So for example, if we are saying we are going to outreach five billion uh, people through text messages, are you planning to do that as a one-off activity or are we planning to reach them in the 15 years to come? So you want to have the SDG discussion as a, a top-line discussion for the coming 15 years as young people so that by 2030 we can discuss how this has impacted the lives of young people. UN high-level promises don't tend to get delivered unless there is quite a lot of strict accountability. And we have reasons to be optimistic and believe that this time it is serious because statistics are mentioned. We will be starting next uh, first month of 2016 providing these statistics upon which the improvements are going to be checked. We have this connection to Earth. I mean, it's our home. Wherever we live, whatever language we speak or food we eat, the Earth is our home. We don't want it to be hyped event. It's not an event, it's a process. It is not a one week, it's not a one day, it's not a one year stuff, it is a continuum. It has to continue. It should continue up to the next 15 years. I think it has to be a relentless engagement. We cannot just say, 
as you mentioned at the beginning, that these six days we make the goal famous and that's done. Because the goals is an agenda and the vision has to be realized by the engagement of everybody. We have 15 minutes of fame. This is, this is 15 years of fame we're trying to create here. And look, this is an extremely important year for people and planet. We, we do live at this moment of sort of incredible opportunity and incredible jeopardy. So the question again, will it get famous? The final answer is yes, we will get famous because we, have, we will have access to the internet, because the youth will be there, because we will use the web, because we will be connected and because we will stand to participate. programs are available on the Guardian's website. That's theguardian.com global hyphen development as well as iTunes, SoundCloud and all podcasting apps. I'm Carrie Stewart. Thank you for listening. Until next time, goodbye. For more great downloads, go to theguardian.com/audio.